0: The Orby podcast. My name is Noah
1: and my name is Gavin and we're
0: the Blanchard brothers and this week we're going to attempt to wrap our arms around the ungodly amount of television. Yes. That has been uh, unloaded across the streaming uh, landscape. Yeah. Where to begin? I don't even know. I do know the last show that we kind of talked about with any sort of depth was the last of us so I feel like we can move on from that and we had already talked Copenhagen Cowboy earlier in the year yes so yeah what have you been on to since what have we finished what are we watching currently what's coming up it's a lot and I'm sure you're watching some stuff I'm not watching and vice versa Yeah. so we just thought it would be fun throw down our list this is again this is like a part 1. We'll probably we might do another one of these next week. I don't yeah. know. We'll probably revisit it because a lot of these things are in flux or like right. mid-season. But uh
1: let's go let's go current. What do you what do you got like currently? what am I watching? Yeah.
0: As of right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here are my current shows that are Okay. Succession. Mm-hmm. They are four no, five episodes deep. Killer incredible remains untouched it's, it's the best thing out there Yellow Jacket season two I'm sorry it's been an interesting ride so far that's all I'll say Lucky Hank over on AMC plus that is the new Bob Odenkirk show that I feel like not a lot of people are sticking with other I feel like me and mom are watching it and like that's it I don't know because just because uh, Bob Odenkirk just I mean because it's so, what I love about it it's so low stakes like it's so, and every element of it is just like not what you expect from television. It's almost like an anti-TV show, if mm. that makes sense. In any Like all of the normal spots where you think, oh, this is going to be where the drama is going to come in. It's like, no, no, hmm. no. Very interesting show. I've been, I've been thoroughly enjoying it week to week. It's an adaptation of a book, so I don't know if it's like limited series, if they're going to try and stretch it out. I don't know what the deal is with that. Hmm. Dave, season three. Uh, I'm an episode behind. The last one I saw was... uh, Hearsay. Hearsay, yes. Okay, Uh, we'll come back to that in a moment. Barry, season four, we're three episodes deep. And I'm watching Mrs. Davis, which just dropped its first four on Peacock. What do you want to talk about (laughs) of those? Or what do you have that you are currently
1: watching? Dave. Okay. Barry. Barry. Yes, Perry Mason, okay. Perry and Perry, you know, one started, the others ended right. as a Monday. I think the last episode of Perry Mason, um, I guess it's not currently watching because it's over with, uh, so I'll we'll save that for what I did watch. Um, haven't started Yellow Jackets. I need to, what are you watching? Uh, that was the question. Those two are the like serial ones that I'm going back to now. Uh, the last ship, I'm in the middle of that. I want to go back and watch all that. It's been out for forever. Finally finishing up now that it's on HBO Max. Okay. Um, And that's it. I mean, all the ones that, the ones that I normally would be, like they threw me for a loop and they stopped out of nowhere. So how do you mean? Well, like 1923... They cut into two parts, and you're gonna get it later. First part of Yellowstone five, it's not available anywhere to stream. It's like they redid like you got to pay for it. That like they redid their rights with who owns it to like who can get what. Apparently, that's not coming back to the summertime either. Because like my, I read that McConaughey just signed on to do another like spinoff of it for television. Crazy. Okay. But um, yeah, most pretty much everything is I bex bex and i both watched yellow jackets separately so we were like okay well we'll watch that one together but the mm-hmm. problem is there's no showtime app on vizio so you got to hit the amazon fire stick right okay and it's just like i don't think about it i'm just like yeah but then i got like i got to turn the vizio to amazon then i got to use a different remote I, I'm, so I'm very like, eh.
0: confused apparently showtime is part of paramount plus now it but is. it's not huh. i don't know i don't know if it's a separate thing. But yes, Paramount Plus with Showtime is a thing now huh. because Paramount bought Showtime. Huh. So I don't know that Showtime as a network is going to exist in the same way and it may be a complete just streaming entity. I, I don't know. And of course, Mac, or HBO Max is now just Max or about right. to be just Max. Just tell me where to watch the good shit, you know? That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's yeah. all we're trying to do here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Our only crossover it was Dave and Barry. Dave and Barry. Yeah. Okay, Dave. Again, I'm one episode behind. Oh yeah, you I, are. I'm enjoying it, and I feel like I'm having the same reaction that I have to it every season, which is like I'm enjoying it. I'm kind. I'm like kind of like uh, okay. Like we we've been here, done that, and then it'll have these moments where I'm just like. That's why I fucking like love this show, dude. And to have them one of them almost like in the first chunk of the series, basically. But episode three with the Rick Ross of it all. Yes. When when Gata finally has his moment where he gets to step in at the end, I'm like, why am I crying right now? I know. Why dude. am I like so emotional on his behalf or whatever? But that Gata is the secret sauce of that show. He's the heart and soul of it. And any time they like just give you a little bit with that character, I'm like It's kind of one of those things where I'm like, can we just fucking get rid of little dicky and just take the all of the supporting crew? I was like, these are the people. And like, it's kind of, it's semi by design, but I'm like, fuck it. Like, Dave sucks. Like, he sucks. I wouldn't want to hang out with him in real life. I want to hang out with all of his friends. I'd want to be in his position. Right. But Dave sucks. Like, he's fucking neurotic as hell. He's so narcissistic. He's just like he's so full of himself and you keep hoping that like oh maybe he'll learn or maybe he'll get a little bit better and he like never really does and um it's fine but then you have then you have Gato who when you have those those little moments it just it it kills me, dude. I was so, so happy for him. So the other for a fictional character that I am just like I'm in tears. I mean that's that's out of, him. But that's so No, I but I'm saying In the context of this show, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like, but yes, that is him.
1: Yeah, no, just like you're just talking about like misdirection and stuff. Like the other the 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 episode where he gets up, like it's it's Gator's night. You know, he's going to perform. When they cut to him afterwards, after LD came up on stage, Uh I was like, oh, here we go. Gator's like not talking to him. He's kind of (laughs) like run down. Are we going to have this moment of like? I'm trying to do my thing. Like, I didn't really want you to like the jump cliche, up there. Basically, but it like, completely yeah, really turns around. It's like, you just got sucked. Totally, bro. <laughs> Sloppy top, bro. Dude, it's like, I'm going to go home. Like, I'm not even hanging out tonight. I got sucked. and I'm going to go back on the door. Bus and dude. And the, the like,
0: dynamic of that weird Texas house party. I was just like, dude, that felt so real where I was just like, I've been in those rooms where you're just like, Oh yeah, we like we were told this was gonna be like a bigger thing than it actually is, uh-huh. and it's actually just like like six people, and I don't really know anybody here, and like the vibe is just not right. Right. <laughs> um, so well done. When he first starts talking to the big guy on the couch, or whatever, I was like, dude, whoever that actor is, I was like, that is one of the most brilliant lines delivered. I can't even replicate it, but the like just. I was it was just it was the best like drunk fucked up acting I've I've seen in a long time it was so good yes so good uh yeah but I'm saying like the laughs are still 100% there and the like the more serious vibes that they've kind of like moved more and more into uh in season two they're able to hit those notes as well uh, I need to catch up. I know Allie shows back up in this most recent one. This
1: one's so good, dude. Like, I just... Four? Oh, yeah. Okay. I Because mean, three,
0: up, up until this point, was the highlight for me, obviously. I've been and waiting. the Killer Mike cameo, which I, dude, we did like, that was great. I, I
1: said it at the first episode. I was like, if fucking Killer Mike doesn't show up in this season somewhere... Oh, I I, I already
0: kind of had it spoiled for me that he was going to be in on this yeah. one. I didn't know when, and I was happy well, because, it was like, early.
1: you didn't but, yeah. watch Ozark. No. So, in the last season when the Ruthie the character like she goes into Chicago for some some reason I'm not gonna give it away she's listening to music and Killer Mike is there and he's just himself like she doesn't like acknowledge him as Killer Mike but he's just at the table with other friends of his and he asks her like what are you listening to and he's she's telling him like I'm listening to whoever's album and they have this little bitty conversation about like What maybe the artist was thinking whenever they were writing these tunes, and like how this you know it came across in the rap, and I'm like that's subtly brilliant. How'd they get fucking Killer Mike to just come in and sit down and do that? Does he know somebody? Is he a big like is he a big uh, Bateman fan? Like what is it? But it works perfectly. But he's never acknowledges like that's Killer Mike. So the minute that they're like I'm on a Twitter beef, I'm on like a Twitter thing with uh, Killer Mike, he says I don't know about this person, like like I'm not good for the black community like that the fact that that's the first place that he goes I don't know this man <laughs> and then, but then when you're like in of like and I'm, of course it's so fucking perfect because at the end I'm like in my head I'm like Killer Mike just doesn't know who he is. Like, it's not that he doesn't know if he's good for black people. So when he turns like, oh, I just meant that as I don't know who you are. I'm not familiar with you. And the whole time when he's talking to other people about it, he's like, oh, he's one of them smart brothers. Like, oh, he knows stuff. He's smart and stuff like that. I'm like, yes, yes, he is. He's probably one of the fucking like he's he's about the movement. He's about that like fucking yes, that is killer Mike all day long. Yeah. Like, it's so fucking good. Yeah. Great. Stuff. This one dude definitely definitely I mean and I'm, you gotta help me You, if you can figure it out tell me if you can do research when you watch the newest one whatever's playing in the credits can you please find me what it is what song it is it's probably it, honestly it's probably something one of the music guys just made up it's a bunch of gibberish stuff but like it it sounds beautiful to me I love that kind of shit I don't know what it is I don't know how to describe it I can't tell you it without okay, you watching so the
0: episode the, the credits song of four I'll keep my right. ear
1: out and see if you can tell, because I tried to shazam it, and shazam couldn't come up with anything. And then I tried looking it up, and it of course it only lists the songs that are like prominent. So it's probably just a weird piece of background music, you know. Just the same as like, there's just weird piece of music in Serp Ninjas. I've always wanted to figure out what it is. It's like a guitar thing when they're all getting ready, and whatnot, bow, 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 all that. It's just something fucking one of the producers made. It never made it as a track. I'm just like, can I just get that? Like, and I'm just going to have to, I'd have to burn it out of like whatever digital just copy. got to rip is. it, bro. Rip it, yeah. What, did it even in it's something like a 30 second clip. I was I hoping there was like a it. whole song. Yeah, Man, that's true. It's uh, <laughs> sloop it. Yeah, Mr. Producer over here. Yeah, so yeah, Dave, just, you know, kind of kicking off, but you know. We'll track back in. Yeah. Uh, Barry. Only well, seen the first two. Okay, well, I didn't watch this weekend yet.
0: I don't really know how much we want to say then until you get to three. But at least you have—I mean—you have the endpoint of two, where you kind of know, yeah, where things are headed, uh, story-wise. But yeah. Uh, pretty pretty dark, pretty heavy, but still very, very funny. I remember, yeah,
1: (laughs) and that's the thing, because, like, we watched it, and I'm here dying, and Becky's like, what? And I'm like, do you not just get the, like, you know, and, like, I feel bad, because sometimes I'm, like, I'm laughing at stuff that, like, only I get, and I have to explain to her, I'm like, you probably shouldn't be laughing. Like, this is not a moment for the average viewer to laugh. This is a moment for (coughs) someone like me, who, like, spent this time like was forced for four years, not forced. I paid for it. I got it. I earned it myself, but for four years, like broke all this kind of stuff down and thought about it. This is for the people who like let their minds wander and wander and wander out so far that they could go down a rabbit hole and go insane. But the fact that they know they could do that means they don't do it because they don't want it. They know what they're capable of. This moment is for someone like me. And that's why I'm laughing hysterically as I am the comedy at it, of it all, you know, like, getting them to meet at dave and busters is like who 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 could not like that, that uh that's like, brilliant that 360 shot <laughs> and hank running back around it's, that shit, i'm dying over here it's just like what i was like do you not see how funny that is that that's the kind. Of, I mean that's the kind of it's shit where so i'm like i'm sitting good. there
0: like oh dude like the shit he's pulling off directorially this season like look, he's just taking, like, a regular dialogue scene, and, like, she's just showing off, basically. And then the fact that he has no ho-hank, like, comment on the shot, within the shot, but also within the world of the show, Or I'm just, like, that's where I'm just, like, the shit's just operating on, like... Yeah. It's on another level, dude. I, Oh, God, I'm enjoying it so much. You have to see three. There's a huge cameo. I'm not going to spoil it. (sighs) Okay. it's within the first five minutes. I expect a text when you see it because it's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen.
1: Oh, I did. I did love the. Oh, uh, we got
0: a. We got a little feedback in there, but I think it. Uh, I think we're good. I think we're, we're running solid. But, anyways, it is uh very very funny. I'm sure you'll text me when you see it. Oh, I did. And it. Oh my god three is probably the funniest the show has been this season so far and uh also yeah definitely ups the stakes in some
1: interesting ways well like i love the whole like but hey i'm sure you're you know you did a bad thing but you're not really a bad guy and he's like if i saw you in the street i'd fucking kill you i'd fucking kill your family and all this and the guy just breaks out his I'm like this is th- like I remember them saying like yeah three gets a little dark but then everything past that it's fucking dark but it's still funny And I was like this is fucking dark like oh, yeah. this is like and then like you know <laughs> just any scene Henry Winkler is in in this show how do you not like, give him every fucking... like. Just the... Oh, I forgot. Uh, yeah, episode two is the one-man show, right? Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm
0: going to tell it to you the only way I, I know how. I can't possibly stand any more attention, so I'm going to do this. Thing. Dude, the funniest thing to me in all of that, other than him doing Barry's voice, which is so funny. But no, when he... Oh. <laughs> Love seeing Patrick Fishler, by the way. Just yeah. like one of my favorite dudes. In, in, oh, yeah, uh, that's
1: the dude. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, that's the guy that's freaked out about the, the fucking crazy the thing dude behind Winkies. The thing yeah. behind Winkies, yeah. He's
0: also the Chockful and Nuts guy. In, uh, or Excuse me, the Uts are better than Nuts guy in uh, Mad Men, season one. Yeah. Jimmy Barrett, uh, among many, many other awesome roles. Chock and uh, Nuts is Escape from. New York. Yes. That's
1: but Kurt Russell's wife.
0: Yeah. But yes, Uts are better than nuts. Yes. It's an Uts potato chip ad. Take uh, it from a yeah. nut. Uts are better than nuts because he's like a he's an insult comic and Don fucks his wife and he finds out about it and uh, hangs himself. It, no, it's oh. just one of the first times that Don is like confronted with like, Hey, I know you fucked my wife. Like I'm upset about that. And I'm a client, by the way. How are you gonna deal with this? It's great, cool. great. Maybe I Pretty need lost. to do that.
1: Maybe I finally need to, take, to play, take the plunge and watch all of Mad Men. Fucking incredible show. You should really do it. You should do it. Okay.
0: The only old school thing I'm rewatching right now, smart guy, guess what? Holds up impeccably well. What a great fucking show. Yeah. Uh, okay. We talk about it at work all the time. I don't want to get lost, though. Sorry. Patrick <laughs> Patrick Fischler <laughs> com- coming in afterwards, after he's done... And they come back to Henry Winkler.
1: He's like, he sweating. Said, sweating. he's sweating. And he's had a bottle. I got more than I bargained for with that. <laughs> like, I just. Like, he's a heavyweight boxer. Oh
0: my God, dude. Oh, God. I was dying. He's so fucking funny. Yeah. And again, and then it's like, oh, and then fucking Steven Roots over here.
1: Like. Uh. You'll wear a wire? Sure. <laughs> the next thing, next literally, is just That is literally Fuchs in a, in a nutshell. Pit, it's just like whatever he's thinking. It's just
0: <laughs> like just constant left and left turns <laughs> to like put him in a circle. But it all, like, he just doesn't realize he's going in a circle. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. You have to see three, and we will talk about it and more episodes next time we check back in on Barry. You're not a Succession guy.
1: Never seen an episode.
0: I mean, I think maybe this is the, like maybe you don't jump in on Mad Men. <laughs> maybe you watch Succession, dude. I mean, there's people on it that you would like. It's just it's the best writing. I take, it, so I take it back. Fucking funny.
1: When before we had Max, we had another HBO thing, right? Maybe it wasn't us, but I remember Bex watching an episode where there's like a car crash at like an English home or something like that and it was like, it kind of fucked something, or it was like a big taboo thing. And I remember as soon as I saw that, I was like, there's like a fucking movie about the Kennedys that this happened to, right? Like, this happened to Teddy or one of the other Kennedy boys, like, got in a car wreck with an a, a girl. And then I started thinking, and in my mind, Goldmore goes like, and didn't Robert Wagner, like, he killed Natalie Wood, right? Like, the, just, <laughs> that's where my mind goes, for whatever reason. And so, like, uh... But that is a thing, right? That, that, that's that show. Like somebody somebody has a car crash that winds up killing someone that's part of the family early on, like one or two, season one or two. They're at like a, a British state or something. Something
0: to that effect. Yeah, does, Okay. So that's that, happened. But that's that
1: show. That's, yeah. So, so I'm making sure it was Succession she was watching. I feel like yes. that's what it was. But that's most I've seen. Incredible show. Okay. Maybe I'll start that after I finish the last ship. It's only going to be like
0: fourth and final season is airing right now Mm -hmm. it's only going to be a grand total of 39 episodes Mm -hmm. you could very easily catch up it's totally doable
1: I could I could probably do it yeah
0: it's incredible you should I'd really like you to to entice you your boy your boy the viking big part big part of the final season
1: the viking Skarsgård oh that's not my boy that's Beck's boy that's her tall drink of water I appreciate Skarsgård but if I'm going to go Viking guy, I'm going to go Raised by Wolves. What's his face?
0: Travis Femmel. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Succession is just, it's top-notch operating at, like, a, I, I literally already put it, uh, I keep my f- fluid ranking of, like, I usually wait until I finish a show mm-hmm. to rank it, but I currently have it in my number one slot simply because of the third episode of this season, which is just one of those instant all-timers where you're like, that's just one of the best hours of television ever like instant top 10 on any list Hmm. uh so it it's on a different playing field right now highly recommend it obviously if you're not watching it it's a great time to catch up like i said lucky hank if you have amc plus or if you have regular cable i would check it out odenkirk's killing it it's uh again a very low-key show with uh very low stakes uh but that's i kind of like that juxtaposed with a lot of the other things that i've been watching lately mm-hmm. it's a nice change of pace uh and mrs davis are you do you know anything about this one?
1: Oh, <clears throat> nothing more than saying, what you told me the other day when we were talking i can't remember how much detail i gave you but for something our listeners like, something <laughs> like she's a
0: if there is anybody, in fact, listening.
1: Who is the lady again? Where do we know her from?
0: It's Betty Gilpin. She was on uh,
1: GLOW, the wrestling
0: show on Netflix. and she's She was the, also the lead in The Hunt.
1: She's the friend. What's the, that? She's the friend with the baby that old girl sleeps with her husband or whatever. In? the In GLOW. She's in the, Watch the, GLOW. She's the other female lead in GLOW? I believe Glow? so. It's her and uh,
0: Dave Franco's uh, wife. That's terrible. I watched her on so many seasons of uh, Mad Men. Oh my God, Allison Bree yeah, Excuse yeah. me, that's Allison Bree.
1: That's yeah. not Dave Franco's. Wife. I didn't know her name until you said. It. I you know, know what who Alison Dave Brie Franco is, is Alison Bree's husband. <laughs> if anything. Yeah, that's. It. Let's yeah. be real here. What's a, what's a, what's Allison's husband's Dave? Yeah, <laughs> Allison's husband Dave.
0: Uh, yes, but yeah, yeah, Allison Bree and Betty Gilpin, I believe, were the two leads. I have not watched Glow, I regretably, because I love Maren. I like female wrestling. He's great. I like those actresses.
1: I really got I gotta. I. I got He's. I haven't seen him in the the Aretha Franklin thing, but there's something else he was doing that I. Have you to watched see Sword of Trust yet? No, I haven't. I. I, I mean, I'm I not emotionally I ready. Literally, feel
0: like a broken record. If there's one thing I've harped on on this podcast was in made? the last year,
1: when did it come out? 2018, I think. Oh, okay. 2019. Well, I mean, you have a freebie for um, the Oscars, so just you think about it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Just
1: you know, throwing it out there.
0: It's more like it would sustain maybe like ten to fifteen minutes of conversation, not a whole episode. But just like fucking watch it. It's a great movie. Please.
1: Okay. That's weird. But and if right. you think
0: it's worth a whole, I'm just saying it's not like a. It it's a it's a short film. There's not a literal short film. It's a it's not a lengthy film. Uh-huh. it's very dialogue driven and not very much happens in it so with just i don't know that we could do a whole episode okay but maybe we could you watch it you tell me
1: okay i might have a lot to say about it who knows <laughs> maybe maybe you're like dude no okay this so really spoke. you said broken record but like are you putting it ahead of succession or like watch succession and then watch sort of truth sort of trust trust
0: truth sort of trust you could watch like any time but succession I think yeah should be top priority
1: okay just right. just watch the pilot tonight when you get home I might watch it on the way home don't do that (laughs) (laughs) don't watch and drive only stream in the confines of your own homes unless you have a driver oh my god what was brendan watching that used to be a
0: thing where he would just be driving and like watching movies or whatever but there was something at some point that was like so visually stunning i was like dude i was like i'm fucking angry at you like what are you doing right like stop doing that right now what are you doing (laughs) uh might have been like Fury Road or some shit. Probably. Mrs. Davis. Yes. <laughs> okay. So on Peacock. Mm hmm. Thank she's you for the login. A, <clears throat> she's a nun. Betty opens a nun on a quest for the Holy Grail. Mm mm-hmm. uh, It's great. I've only watched two episodes. I fucking love it, dude. It's like, it's all the things we love about the Lindelof sensibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I'm not as familiar with the co-creator on this, uh, but I believe she worked on either Watchmen, or and she's big credits on another like network show, possibly. Not sure. Uh, it's just it's it's one of those shows that knows you've seen a bunch of fucking shows. Like in the same the same tone that he operated in Watchmen and the more meta elements of the leftovers Mm -hmm. is all there but it's like it's cranked up and it's way more with a comedic bent I feel like for people who found the leftovers like punishing and alienating this like has weirdly some of those elements uh, very different but some of those elements uh, without the like there are heavy things going on in the show Mm -hmm. but it is like light as a feather and always moving and it kind of just kind of throws you into the deep end but in a good way and it doesn't so far it doesn't feel like a bullshit mystery boxy show because again I I trust at this point that Lindelof has learned his lesson because he proved it with the leftovers and he proved it further with Watchmen where it's like no I'm going to do good setup and payoffs I'm not going to string you along I'm not going to do a bunch of like Mm -hmm. long winded bullshit Uh, and yeah, it's like I'm a I'm a little like there's a lot going on I don't know about all this but it's so entertaining it's very very funny it's smart the cast is incredible uh, David Arquette shows up in the second episode hmm. uh, very nice to see him get a little something to chew on supporting cast is great just just check it out dude it's good stuff I'm very excited to see where it goes the first four are available now. And I believe four more coming. I don't know if they're going to split them up week to week or how they're doing that. You have your finger up like you want to ask a question.
1: I've got one more that I'm <laughs> watching I forgot about. Cause oh, okay. I, I purposely waited to save up some episodes. It's Ted Lasso Season 3. Okay. Supposedly the last season.
0: It is the last season.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've watched up to like four. I have a couple banked and I've just decided I'm going to wait until it's like penultimate and then we're going to watch the finale together kind of thing but like I I've tried to get dad to watch it I'm going to I've told and I didn't do it this weekend I meant to I told him the next time I was down I was going to plug in my Apple ID yeah, set, on their, them, set, set them, up so on they can watch it because I think he seems like he would love it he's asked me about it a bunch of times I think he would appreciate it even though he's not like because I appreciate it because like there is a connection and a background to like the UK and England that we have and sort of like the films and the stuff that we appreciate and like we, we don't necessarily, maybe we don't know a lot about like their cinema and their history and what was going on. And like, I couldn't tell you what they were doing in the sixties when the French were doing the new wave thing, but I could tell you what they were doing in the eighties and the nineties and mainly in the two thousands and aughts up what their, what their movies look like, what they're talking about, what they're doing to an extent, you know? And it, of course I vaguely know about, like soccer, but I feel like you don't have to like football or soccer or whatever to like this show. I think Sudeikis brings you in as like a fish out of water type deal, but there's enough comedy with other people that like, if you understand British society and what things are, it's funnier. But if you don't, it's still funny. Like there's a bit this season where like everybody know who one one of the guys that's the writer, a writer on the show plays a character of like an old footballer who's like done playing but he's still with the team and he's been known for being like gruff and just like an asshole and whatnot like a real brawler quote unquote and there's a scene with somebody in the street asking like hey are you Roy Kent and you just hear fuck off That is Roy Kent you know like just like shit like that like that's funny but if you get the idea of like what that character is how he is where he exists in that hierarchy of like that society whatever it's all the more funnier to you but if you're mm-hmm. just a layman you're like haha that's funny you know so it's on and operates on different levels and like I think one of my favorite lines is just out of the blue this season he's like why is it fucking called Hoosiers like you don't like dad would get that dad would love that but like how many other people thought that was a hilarious line like I did I obviously have the baked in history of Hoosiers you know Yeah. but like who else does so you know and uh, yeah but uh, I'm watching that I I feel,
0: I mean, it's not really true. Part of it is I haven't had Apple TV activate in a while. But even when I did, I still didn't make time to watch it. I think partly because it is that one show, there's always that one show, where when every fucking person that you know is telling you, oh, you got to watch Ted Lasso, you kind of are just like, fuck Ted Lasso, dude. Right. I'll get to it when I want to. And that has basically, it is the one show that literally, yeah, everybody, everybody asked me, like, oh, do you watch Ted Lasso? i like, no, I haven't watched it. I can't. And so it, at this point, it's kind of like, I just want to keep the streak unbroken and then secretly, like, when all three seasons are out, binge it all and then continue to maintain everyone. Never fucking watched it. Just <laughs> keep it to myself. You'll right. never fucking know. <laughs> we'll never have an in depth conversation. Every time you say a joke from it, I'll just be like, oh, yeah, sounds, Mm -hmm. it's good. Check it out sometime. And on the inside, I'll be like, I loved that. It was (laughs) was great. (laughs) But I can't admit it to myself or anybody at this
1: point. Much less my own brother. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I did finish... uh... You don't have any more you're currently watching, right? Because there's a few I've, I mean, I've got...
0: No, I was going to say, I I can transition into basically... This
1: one doesn't count. I mentioned it, but it doesn't count because it's not new. I'm just catching up on it again. But the last ship that ran on TNT, I mentioned that. I'm trying to get mom and dad on board with it because it's like parts of The Last of Us, parts of like, you know, the Navy, because, you know, dad's connection to the Navy. And uh, it's just, I don't know. I remember watching the first (coughs) season. And then wanting to go back, like I missed the second season. Uh huh. And so the fact that they that they got four, which is a pretty big deal to do on a network like that, even though it's only 13 a piece each season, but like even being able to do four on like a TNT is, you know,
0: that has Ridley's name on it or Michael Bay? Michael Bay. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, that's what did it in the same way that Falling Skies got to have like four or five seasons.
1: Mm-hmm. and like a tv movie because it was a spielberg thing yeah and see that's what i'm hoping is like because i don't i heard i haven't watched it i'm working i'm on four and i'm getting in this phase of like is it gonna be friday night lights where i just don't watch the last season so i don't have to like be rid of it so i can always have it to hold on to but like literally for like two weeks i've been like on this journey of like virus Nathan, nathan james what are we doing eric dane all these other people that keep running through here, I'm like, oh, you are in this, you were in that. And, like, do I want to get out of that headspace? And so far, I mean, I, I haven't. I've just been, I've really, really been crunching through them. So, like, I'm debating, should I just stop cold turkey and go check out Secession? Or should I just finish it and then catch succession before it's done? That's where I'm at now with that. Um, but really, I only have, like, three, I think I could say, that I technically finished. Well, four, if you want to count beef.
0: So Beef you said? Yeah. Um oh. <clears throat> watch it all beef. in two days. Okay. Amazing. I spaced it out uh basically like one a night for for ten days. Uh yeah. Literally Saturday, Sunday. was oh. so good. Uh one of the best shows of the year so yeah. far. Uh hands down. Faux show. Um, I mean people have been obviously Stephen Yun's been having a moment for quite a while now. But I would just encourage people uh, Go watch Burning If you haven't seen Burning And I'll encourage you once again I think mom started it Never quite finished it Or she was having some sort of streaming issue I'm not sure
1: Probably before she got her TV um,
0: I had always enjoyed him But that was the movie uh, 2018 I believe That I just was like This is This is an all timer This is like one of the best screen performances I've seen period just Mm. in the time I've been alive watching movies of the movies I've seen this is about as good as it gets and uh yeah and basically he's been like I mean he was beforehand but it just solidified it he's like uh wherever you want to go dude whatever you're doing I'm gonna watch it uh and then Ali Wong was kind of the revelation for me just because, like, I have a vague familiarity with her stand-up, but I haven't even seen all of it. And it's like, yeah. I like her enough as a personality, but, like, I I didn't know, you know, I didn't know the depths, I, I you know, I didn't know if she had all that on her. And the overall just, like, tone and vibe of the show, I just, like, I, I thought it was just something really oh, special. Oh, it was fucking perfect. And I, it was I, great. I, I, they better not make any more of it. I guess is no. my other thing. Is like I've heard a, a couple people have asked me like, "Oh, you? Yeah, you think they're gonna do season two of that?" I was like, "What? Why? What? What the fuck would it be?" I don't. Yeah,
1: I, well, I, don't I understand. Don't... Uh, but yeah, maybe that's it. That's our European sensibilities. Like. Film, my, film, hours, film saying. and media <laughs> okay. studies have given us a European sensibility when it comes to ending things. Okay. I don't know as know they I've, should I be. I don't. Maybe that's the perfect seller
0: on why you should make Succession of your thing. It's it's a it's a satire of American capitalism. Oh, yeah, by yeah. a Brit. It's Jesse Armstrong who worked on. Uh, oh my god, Peep Show. Very famous UK comedy. He also worked on, uh, in the, well, or no, what was it? In the Loop is the movie, but I forget. The Armando Iannucci show. He's been a bunch. Of, he's a comedy British comedy writer, right. essentially, bringing that sensibility to, right, like a huge budgeted, like you know, HBO drama.
1: Okay. Yeah, I could see. That. No, I'm and, just. But like also,
0: that's... I'm saying bringing the sensibility of like. There's probably a world where everybody wanted that show because of how successful it is and how like popular it is in general uh, with critics and audiences for it to go on for, like, forever. But they literally announced, like, here's the date for season four, and then quietly, like, a week later, they were like, by the way, that's the last one. Like, right. And I think people were like, what the fuck? And I was like, no, dude. I'm, like, so much more excited to watch this. And mm-hmm. the... The pace that they have approached this final season with, I'm like, yeah, this is that that European sensibility
1: where it's like we're not being precious about it, and it's like things should have an end point. And like, it's a a, listen, it's a if you want to get technical, we can say European sensibility. America is a distinctly it's a distinctly British television
0: sensibility. Yeah, the short series. No, 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 not
1: not even that. That's that's just like. People want more, they want more, they want more. We are the fattest, most obese country on the fucking planet. We would have more Get, until we die. Really real no, seriously, we were, at no, I'm just saying. On. We would no, die. It on we would on people. die eating if we could. Okay? Do you know what the French do? They eat. They have a little bit of you know, maybe a rest time, maybe some dessert, they're done. The British, they have a little tea in the afternoon, they eat and they go to bed. And they don't they have run there because their food's so fucking gross. Right. They're like, I gotta get away from this. Yeah, and the fucking tea is ridiculous, which is a, a bit in Ted Lasso. If you ever watch it, you'll love it, but never tell anybody. We got it.
0: I will call but, you Brits out on that. The worst cuisine. You have the worst cuisine in the world.
1: Yeah, bangers and mash. What the fuck is that? Fish and chips. What The fuck is that shit? But my point being is like that's may, and maybe that's why they don't even learn it. Pretty good. Yeah, they but are. in general, <laughs> in, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's was what I'm saying. We would eat as much as we could and want more, and then we would die. And that translates up the ladder to our entertainment and how we want it. I want so much of this that I would that be I get sick of sick it, of it and I then I would die it. and hate it. Right. So secretly, while I do rage against, like, oh, you give me three episodes of The Boys and I got to wait every week? Yeah, you should. Why? Because you know me, Amazon. You know I'm going to be took me two days it could have taken me a day to finish beef but i had to sleep so i slept and then i finished beef you see what i'm saying so like
0: talk about the show that i finished in a day what's that in an afternoon what did you watch swarm because i never got a text swarm on what amazon prime what's it about it's the uh the first post-atlanta show from donald glover and janine neighbors limited series Seven episodes... I texted you about it. Brother, if you're not watching Swarm, get on it. That means go look up what the thing Swarm is that my brother's talking about and then watch it. Watch that over Succession? (laughs) (laughs) You make your own fucking choices. Okay, I'm just... Okay, so Storm, I need the info sometimes. It's Donald Glover and Janine Neighbors. She worked on Atlanta uh-huh. um, as well. She's the main creative force on this one, but he is a producer as part of his overall deal with Amazon. Stars Dominique Fishback, who you would know from Judas and the Black Messiah. She's Brad Hampton's wife. Yeah, I know. She's also in Power. Or no, not
1: Power. Pa- uh,
0: yeah, was it called Power? The Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, yeah. Pa- no, Power or? Project. Project Power. Project, yeah, something, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the female lead in right, that. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's also on The Deuce. I don't know if you ever watched The Deuce. Go back and watch The Deuce. Go back and watch The Wire. You know, Sopranos, maybe? Hey, I started The Wire. Madman. I started The Madman. Wire. Madman. Um, okay. Uh, anyways. What about Basically, she is a... Uh, <clears throat> in the fictional world of the show... But just to boil it down for you, sorry, she's a Beyoncé stan who just takes it way too far. But in the world of the show, it's like a fictional Beyoncé figure. It's not actually Beyoncé. But it's essentially like what if a member of the Beyhive was
1: maybe a, a, a killer of some sort. She's a fan of her? She's, yes. I thought you said she's a Beyoncé stan. I didn't stan, know. yeah. I'm trying to talk like the kids, bro. Okay. So, so she's a fan of the fictional Beyonce like character in the film or the the show. Yes. And it's like, what if she would kill for her, for her? Like if somebody talks shit, she would kill. Yeah. But she's not going to go like, uh, Yolanda Saldabon like kill her. No. She's not going to pull a Selena thing. Right. Like no. she loves her too much to do that. Right. Okay. But it's like obsessed with her. It's about toxic fandom, parasocial relationships. And the other one's a satire of, the... of American politics. Is that what you're saying? Greed and all that? I think I'm going to go with that one first. <laughs> okay. Because that, that shit scares me. Okay. Like so... somebody who, like, you say the wrong thing anywhere nowadays, they're going to cancel you. But if you say the wrong thing and you get murdered, like, come on, dude. That's creepy. That's entertainment. I mean, like, yeah. I so would... wait, you said you are going to watch Swarm first? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry it's only
0: seven episodes, about half hour pop okay, uh I, I finished forget. it in an afternoon. it's basically a three and a half hour movie right um it looks incredible. It's incredibly dude her perform I mean start to finish that would be my best actress at the Emmys for limited series, like hands down right now mm-hmm. um it's got a lot in there. it was definitely. It hit. It had its little moment. There was a lot of think pieces. There's some I mean, as you would expect from the creatives involved, there's some wild shit in there. Um but it's uh it's a journey, man. It was yeah. a good time. I I mean it's it's fucking wild, it's not for everybody. Did you ever watch uh Titan
1: or Titane? Oh yeah. You did watch it? We had this whole discussion, we, you were it, so happy that I watched it. Did
0: we have like a whole, we like, talked
1: about it, like the fuck in the car and it. like the, just like the, how bad shit it was. And like, yeah, I do. I, I don't remember that conversation. Maybe we, t- I know I text you that I watched it and you were like, okay. Oh my God, my brother finally watched a And then that okay. was it. Maybe okay. we didn't talk about it. I think we just... Maybe we talked about it out back before the show.
0: I don't know if we ever talked about it on mic. doesn't really matter. We don't have to right now. But I will use that as a selling point because that's how I've been describing it to people who I can actually use it as a reference point. Okay. Swarm is like a black American Southern Gothic version of Tatan With no cars. If that sounds... Yes. Without the car. Fuck. Okay. You got to <laughs> spell it out for some Without the car. You got to spell it out for some of us. Uh, yeah but that's kind of that's the vibe Hmm. Um, if I had to compare it to anything tonally okay Uh, yeah like I said you kill it in an afternoon yeah Uh, Mando yep how do we feel
1: good as always never bad god dude
0: you just you never
1: mr. positivity you know inherently Noah otherwise it's just going to be crippling depression and I mean, sadness look I appreciate it and I'm can look- we acknowledge the weakest of the three this this series ep- this series is this this season. season's the weakest of the three yes weakest of the four I count Boba Fett as basically a third season of it I get it it's its own limited thing but that did a lot and set up a lot uh, okay. for this season okay, okay. but okay. with that in context
0: you would put this at the bottom as well yeah Okay. It's not
1: that great. <laughs> you just said, great as always. Yeah, it was, I mean, if I'm comparing it to things that have already come out, I didn't have the feels the way I had here. Yes, Grogu's adorable. Yes, they put him in, in IG-12's body. Yes, you have all this stuff. Yes, you're building just a little bit more of this world than I maybe want to know about. If you're going to set this up as like, I don't have to be with, if you make it The Mandalorians, and I can see other Mandalorian stories, and I, that's nice that you set it up. He's going to be a bounty hunter for the New Republic. Okay, then next season, if you have one, take me 20 years in the future. Take me during the time that your new movies are set. Or the new ones that you have coming out that you announced a couple weeks ago. Give me a grown-up Grogu den grogu whatever you want to call him don't stay you, I, the, the only problem i felt with this which i didn't feel like i should say is a problem because i might get canceled is the staying of little of, of grogu keeping him that small and like keeping it going because i feel like you're just going back to like he's cute and adorable and i love it and i would want i would want 10 seasons of it but i also i wanted to i need to see more growth i don't
0: okay i don't know if this is the episode Maybe it is. You've said it like twice now. Like, do like, do we have to have the cancel culture conversation
1: right now? No, I just, I'm just. It's a, it's a ever present thought in the back of my mind. It really is. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people listen. Do you you have some like
0: shit in your closet that I need to know about? That yeah, definitely. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, Gavin will no longer be part (laughs) of the network. Frankly, and uh, appreciate your time. time kindly fuck off (laughs) um seriously more on that later though but uh yeah cancel culture just does not exist i just want to put that out there so i i couldn't tell how serious you were being oh um but like it doesn't exist so i don't know what the fuck you're talking about what do you mean it doesn't exist with us because like well it definitely it definitely doesn't exist for us but like it also just like fundamentally like does not exist like i don't know what you mean when you say that (laughs) I don't you, know. when you're scared of getting canceled or like they'll cancel you. I, I don't Are you know saying we have doing. to start to be canceled? Don't you think? No, I'm literally saying I like it does not exist in the way that I think you're saying that it exists.
1: I just don't want people to be mad about us, mad at us on the internet. But again, I don't think enough people listen, so it's really not that big a deal. Okay, I'm saying it in jest joking. I really could care less what anybody says or thinks. I have like two people who give me feedback on this. In real life, like they actually, i was just genuinely curious if you're if you're one of those people who's like,
0: oh, I can't. See. <laughs> I would be talking so much shit about the Jews <laughs> and black people, <laughs> but of if Jews. it weren't if it weren't for the goddamn PC culture, I would just be free flowing with all my racist bigoted shit. I'm like, D- like really, yeah. You feel I mean, like you... you can't talk anymore? Like,
1: what? no, I co- I'm certain, I can't. I I'm just afraid it's of saying just... to... No, I'm afraid of like. It's not so much that. It's like, I'm afraid in trying to be accommodating to everyone, someone's not going to feel accommodated enough to, and it's going to be a problem. It's like, yes, you have all of these different types of kale available, but you don't have the type of kale that I, I want. want. So yeah, now your store's getting a fucking one, and no one's ever going to get kale from here anymore. <laughs> See what I'm saying? That's the shit I'm, I'm upset about. Because that bothers me. Because it's like, there's still... I'm accepting all kale. I'll take everybody's kale and I love all the kale as much as I don't really appreciate kale because like, it's not like, that's probably a terrible food reference, but regardless. Okay. (laughs) I'm all about everybody getting, having a seat at the table. Land the plane, put the vegetables in the cart. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody can have a seat at the table. Black, white, Mexican, Cuban, Asians, all of them could be Mandalorians. They can take their helmets on. They could take their helmets off, whatever they want to do. OK, but when you got when one little tiny one who just like, well, my my uh tribe of Mandalorians isn't represented at this table at all. So now, fuck all y'all. I'm doing my own thing. Then Mandalore is going to be divided. OK, and how are we going to get back to like the glory of like, you know, of Mandalore Mandalore? How are we going to do it? OK. Do,
0: do you watch the uh the animated series, like, are you a Rebels guy? No. And Clone Wars? Okay, see, me neither. So... I did watch,
1: like, the first episode of The Bad Batch. Okay. Because I just like that so, title. All of this all this shit in this season, mm-hmm.
0: I understand has maybe has a lot more weight or just a lot more baseline interest level from people who have context for these characters. Mm-hmm. My biggest issue I guess is like I feel like we're starting to get into that territory where I feel a little alienated by not being like a one hundred percent diehard. And I say that where I'm just like
1: Go ahead. What I'm I'm wondering what I'd I what would I have missed from somewhere else that I wasn't aware of here? I mean, I feel like I remember everything that happened from season two. Oh, no, 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 I, I mean that in the
0: context with, like, let's just take Bo-Katan as a character. Mm-hmm. Why should I care about her? Why, why is she cool? Why do I give a shit? The Mandalorian, for me personally, other than, like, she allied with him at the end of season two. She was part of the crew. Like, mm-hmm. I get all that. But I just, I feel like... Some of it is relying on you to bring to the table, like, oh, well, I've been on all these adventures with Bo-Katan and her crew and, like, those people. From Is there something out there with her? Yeah, she's all over the uh, the Clone Wars series. I've shit, no I have no idea. Again, see all this stuff where I'm like, but for me, and maybe you're not feeling it, but I'm just like, they all of a sudden kind of are bringing her to the forefront in this, And I feel like if you're a fan of the series or this character, you're sitting there going, what are you, you're like laughing oh, at me Oh, not.
1: women Mandalorians can't come to the front. They can't Still, have no, no, a place no. at the
0: table. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I have I no fear of getting canceled. Okay? I, <laughs> I am fucking bulletproof. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. And that's, but that's no, the thing. I, that's, what, that's what goes to like. Let me finish the thought. Sorry.
0: Let me finish the thought. All I'm saying is I just don't – I don't feel like they're doing the ground – I'm using her as a highlight point. But, like, there's been – there's other characters within the season that, as I understand it, because I listen to peripheral stuff and I listen to podcasts that recap it. And I'm like, oh, you guys were, like, flipping out because that's a villain who was in, like, Rebels, a right. show that I've never watched. Mm-hmm. And so for you, you're like, holy shit, I got to see him in live action. Like, that's so cool. And I'm like, that's, that's great. That's probably adding an extra element for you. So you got, you know – cool but like the episode for me i was just like i was just a fucking dude who showed up like I, I have no context for him and so i feel i just feel like there's been a little bit of those moments the broadening of we're gonna bring together mandalore we're bringing like it kind of feels like denjarin and grogu take a little bit of a back seat for parts of the season which early episode see for me i i I'm you want ki- the lone wolf and cub didn't exactly. go in Exactly. I'm kind of like, that's not what, what I loved about this show was Adventure of the Week in the Star Wars Galaxy. Fun cameos, like, a little bit of an overarching story. Some, like, kind of big overall questions about, like, wonder where Grogu came from. Uh Wonder if we'll ever find out, like, what the fuck are Yoda's people? I have no idea. Maybe we'll get there. But I didn't, that wasn't, like, I didn't need anything. And now I feel like they're they're feeling the need to like okay well we've got to figure out how this fits in and gets us to you know the new republic and all of that and we're going to start to like fill in some of those seasons i'm like we'll do that in the other shows i'm just like you got all these other sub series coming i'm like and that's where we got to the end of this season and they're like all right here's your plot of land he's gonna train in the mandalorian ways you're a bounty hunter by trade but now you want to do it in a more earnest way you're working for the new republic Great setup. I'm so excited for that season. Right. I just kind of feel like it was just a lot of wheel spinning to get there. Honestly, yeah. like we didn't accomplish that much this season, and there was still there's some fun stuff. There's some great
1: space battles. We got rid of we got rid of Moff Gideon. He's not dead.
0: You didn't show it to me. He's not fucking dead. I don't okay. buy it. I don't fucking buy it. Uh, I also that's another one where I'm just like what. And not Moff is a man a show only character, but I'm kind of like I still don't know if I like fully get like what he wants, and I don't care because I'm like again the big story like what's going on in the like I don't really give a shit about that stuff in the context of this show. I'm like again Andor got into like the min- minutia of the rebellion, and it's the best fucking Star Wars right, thing we've because ever you've gotten. Never, yeah, because but you... I don't want Mandalorian to suddenly trying to be juggling. I don't want it to turn into Game of Thrones, honestly. I yeah. don't, where it's like, okay, well, we've got the Mandalorians on this planet, but Den's over here, and so he's on one of it. Like, I'm like, keep it focused on them, mm-hmm. and if we're doing all this other stuff, do it in the other shows. I don't know. I felt like we lost the plot a little bit in shifting over to focus on this bigger plot, and that's just my natural aversion to, uh, can you just let the Star Wars thing, just like, can it just be its own thing? Does it have to connect into the the greater narrative and like this other stuff we know. And mm-hmm. granted, I'm sitting here saying that and it's like, that's exactly what Andor is. It's like, we're going to take this little sliver and we're just going to like drill down and give you a bunch of detail
1: on it. But again, it's just being done so impeccable at such a high level. You can't, and it's, it's also like being done at a pivotal moment you've never seen before, because that's my, that was my favorite thing about Andor was that like, Oh, this is exactly how it starts. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't when you when you're thrust into star wars in 1977 you just know empire bad rebels good you don't know right. how we got there so them being able to put that in there it's no perfect and i feel like it hits on all levels the thing about this season that i appreciated was that yes it did take some time to get to building that but you also saw like things that he had done in the past he fixed to be to allow him to do Other things like he took his helmet off in front of people to say goodbye to the child, quote unquote. Okay, big no no, that's him forsaken. Everything he's done his entire life is creed. What does he have to do? He has to bathe in the waters of this planet to do so, to become what he feels is right again, what he's gotten his, you know, foundling, whatever, into. Right. So he he finishes that, but in doing so, he also realizes, you know what, like. We are all better when we're together. So there's got to be a way to like make all this work. You know, she got kicked out of her people. I kind of got kicked out of my people. Can we not bring them all together and go back to this place where we were? Because, you know, even though we don't know exactly what happened, we haven't seen it. We just know it got fucked up by the Empire. But it's not as bad as people think. It's not cursed. We have a home here. Okay, great. And... Again, super excited like you said because Carl Weathers is like, "Hey, come chill here. Oh, you want to work for these dudes? Yeah, oh, doing under the books, great. I mean, Let's get literally right to
0: Like it. you finished your quest line, and
1: now here's your right, here's your reward. Exactly, here's and your, like, and that, and again, if loop. if the next season is giving me like, you know, episode of the week, more like the first and two, where you're like getting on these bounties and stuff that's perfectly fine and if you want to tie it into I,
0: I think ahsoka and like some some of the other shows that are coming along that are in the same time span are right. going to start to and ahsoka looks really good by yeah. the way uh but yeah i don't I, I i was just saying i think it was a little bit of a step down in terms of my excitement level week to week where yeah. it was more like oh yeah new mando cool but uh, yeah, and nowhere near some of the highs of season two. If I'm being yeah. completely honest,
1: I mean, I appreciate Christopher Lloyd, Jack Black, and Lizzo, and like I, I enjoyed him. all the cameos. Yeah. Absolutely, we've um, seen the the meme of like, it's Christopher Lloyd in the Mandalorian, and then it's a picture of Back to the Future. It's like Christopher yes, Lloyd, I have seen a man in the. Delo- That's it's ridiculous. Yes. Um, uh oh! I only have other one I would recommend just because I thought it was good. Apple TV shrinking.
0: That is the Harrison Ford Jason Sequel show. Yes. Uh, when I reactivate mine, I will give it a spin. Uh, one last one that I will throw in, uh, kunk on earth on Netflix. Very fun. Uh, British. Mac yes. American I know you series. Yes. Uh, with the character Philomena kunk. I watched uh, two
1: episodes.
0: It's great. There's only yeah. five. Uh, yeah. We, cause it, I, it's I, so, like, stu- yeah. so fucking stupid, but so funny. Yes. That's my, it. yes. Uh, Yes. Uh, so I'll just throw these out here real quick as we're wrapping up. Shows that are on my list to get to. Now that I have Peacock, I had to jump into Mrs. Davis Day One, mm-hmm. but I want to go circle back for Poker Face, the Ryan Johnson, Natasha oh, Leo detective series, which I heard incredible things about, and has completely aired. I'm sure will be on a lot of people's year end list possibly. So need to catch back up on that. The other one have not started yet. Dead Ringers on Amazon Prime a new reimagining of the David Cronenberg film.
1: Oh yeah, I saw that. Story. This
0: time uh, starring twin female gynecologist uh, played by Rachel Weiss instead of Jeremy Irons. Uh, and it's updated. It's modern, obviously, and it seems like it's uh, I, I don't know. Again, what a weird era of IP mm-hmm. that that's a, that's a show that got me. I'm like, yeah, we all know the beloved classic Dead Ringers. Nobody talks about Dead Ringers. Do you dude. think
1: there should be a It's true not life. even
0: like in the top five most beloved Cronenberg movies. It's just weird to me. that. But Do you think there deserves to be a true life series? I, dude, the fact that that's happening too. And Cameron's a producer on it, yeah. which I'm sure just means like, he gets paid a million dollars every mm-hmm. episode. Probably way more than that. Uh, but yes, I... I don't know. Big question mark, but I do love racial Vice. I don't know about the creatives on that one. I don't know who's, invo- who's involved. Uh, and then two that are just on the horizon that come out uh, within the next month or so. We get I Think You Should Leave yeah, Season 3. Mm-hmm. And uh, for fans of our Primal Pod and Cast series uh, with myself and Mr. Michael
1: Chappelle,
0: uh, Unicorn Warriors Eternal from Mr.... Jindy Tartakovsky will be uh, premiering, I believe that's May 5th, uh, on Adult Swim. So, stay tuned for that. I'm not doing, like, uh, week-to-week coverage of it or anything, but it looks super fun. Kind of like a, I don't know, it's like a fantasy steampunk, uh, like, hybrid sort of thing. It looks really, really neat. Uh, And obviously, this one's actually going to have dialogue and, you know, going to be different. And we also know that Primal Season 3 is coming, or the new incarnation of Primal. Very excited about that. Okay, Gavin's got to get home. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, That was our attempt at uh, wrapping up some TV for the time being. We will check back in with all of these shows, and I'm sure add more to the list. It is that pre-Emmy season when everything is dropping. If you have any shows that we did not mention that we should be checking out, please let us know. You can reach us on... Uh, fuck all the social media stuff you know where to find us Uh, you can email thearchivea.gmo.com if you would like to uh, have anything read on the pod next week Uh, okay stick around I don't know what we're doing next week maybe more TV maybe we'll have a review of something somebody still needs to watch John Wick 4
1: yeah I need to go check that out
0: maybe check out Bo is Afraid while you're there maybe a five hour double feature or excuse me that would be holy shit that would be damn near six hours of the movies if you did. If you did Wick.
1: And what's the other one?
0: Wick and Bo is Afraid. They're both three hours.
1: But what's Bo is Afraid? Of?
0: We'll talk about it off mic. Okay. <laughs> we gotta go. Okay. All right. Until next time, I've been Noah. And I'm Big Gavin. We've been the Blanchard Brothers, and you've been listening to the Ark of E podcast. That's it